Good morning, I'm Travis Ryder, and for this week's Daily Living segment, we spoke with Urania Roque Vano. She's focused on empowering students to achieve with Metro Youth and Family Services branch of Lutheran's Social Service. This fall will be like no other back-to-school season in living memory. Due to safeguards around COVID-19, students may be starting in an all-distance mode, a hybrid mode with some time in the class and other time at home, or, in certain circumstances, students might be attending all in-person education, albeit with precautions on site. Any discussion of supporting our young learners this year has to come with an admission. There's going to be challenges in all three models. The best thing that families and parents can do is think about their own family needs and see what works best for their children. And also acknowledging that when parents are making choices about how their children decide to go back to school, that we don't stigmatize or shame parents for the choices that they make, which are the best choices for their own children and their own family circumstances. Right. There's a different right answer in every household. We're seeking to support these students from the school side, of course, but the school can't accomplish everything in terms of a child's education, even in normal circumstances. What are some approaches that you recommend to parents to help their kids succeed? It's really important for families to try to establish a routine, and routines can look very different depending on what model is used in personal families. But setting some sort of routine and establishing expectations of children and parents, I think is really important and helpful during this transition. Um, I think another thing that's really important is with the social distancing that's happening is with the older students, even though there is some experience with what we call Zoom burnout, they're tired of being on Zoom and on technology, to find ways to cultivate relationships with friendships that they already have, whether it's through social media or through socially safe distance visits however your family is comfortable. For younger children, the challenge is even bigger because they may not have established friendships if they're entering kindergarten, first grade. They're, it's just really their first school experience. So I think it's really important to be able to reach out to teachers and find different ways that uh, teachers and families together can help cultivate relationships for students so that the socialization continues to happen. And then other thing that I think about too that's really important as we're making this transition is to make sure that your family is thinking about what their own personal needs are. And sometimes we are so busy trying to get everything together and perfect that we aren't taking care of our own personal needs and our mental health is really impacted during this time being socially isolated and so I think it's really important too that if you're noticing that you yourself as a caregiver or your child is is struggling with things that engaging a mental health provider is a really great thing to do in, in, at this time. We're speaking with Urania Rokvano from Lutheran Social Service of Minnesota, works with Metro Youth and Family Services. With the, uh, the likelihood that many parents will be functioning something as a, an adjunct teacher in the, the home, facilitating some distance learning, comes some difficulty in comfort with those roles. I found even with my three-year-old that she is reluctant to accept me as a, a, a teaching guide 
She just wants me to be dad and really had a hard time with me guiding some of her distance learning that was sent home by her preschool. Any advice for parents on on how to set those roles and find success? Yeah, that's a really great question. You know, it is hard to change hats from parent to educator. And as parents, we do support our children's education and we, um, we try to do the best that we can for our children and they, they don't see us as the teacher from school. So one of the things that I think is really helpful in these situations is making sure that um, our children know that we were there for as their parents, that we care about them, but that we also have expectations that they need to do schoolwork and that academics are something that are important for them. For having a good relationship um, for having our children have good relationships with their teachers and also having them have good relationships with us is really important. I think that that helps facilitate some of that, some of those roles. And then also too, it's really important for our families, for all the students to make sure that they have somebody that they connect with well at the school, whether it's a classmate, whether it's a school counselor, whether it's a teacher, if children are on IEPs, if it's a case manager, these other adults can help support us as parents and help our students understand that when they're distance learning and when mom and dad are or caring adults is in that role that they need to be able to listen to them and and follow through, which, which can be hard, so I think you know, having the expectation and then having support from other school staff so that our children know that that's what's expected. There's a million places to turn for ideas and advice on both parenting and learning. Do you have some suggestions on good, solid resources for parents to turn to? One of the things that we've talked about as a group is that definitely looking at the Center for Disease and the Minnesota State uh, Health Department guidelines are good places to start to be educated about COVID-19 and what recommendations are for students returning to school or not returning to school. LSS has several programs that we support, including our kinship care services that talk a lot about how caring adults can support family members during this educational time and what they can do and in caregivers. We've also worked a lot with our behavioral health team to address mental health issues. So Lutheran Social Services Behavioral Health has some really good insight on what we can do for self-care and taking care of the mental health of ourselves and our children. Um, LSS also has a grant that we got through the Greater Good Science Center, which has an online parent education tool that families can participate in for free, all online that give great tips on how to be a better parent and be involved. And during this time, it, it is more and more relevant to have those tools and knowledge as parents. So those are some of the resources that we have worked with, and those are some good places to, to get some information and get some support. So to review, we've talked about making the best decision for your family and supporting others' choices, seeking out support from school and community resources, Any other pieces to the puzzle, Urania, that we should be thinking about to make sure that we're uh, doing the best we can for our kids in the uh, upcoming semester? One of the most important things, too, is when the schools are sending surveys out for getting feedback, getting to know what 
your needs are as a parent and what you are looking to do as far as your child's education, be sure to fill those out. The district really does look at what parents are saying and they do take in account what the parents needs are and when they are able to know what we need they're able to do the best that they can to accommodate us if we don't respond then they assume that we're not engaged or it doesn't matter to us and then as a parent we can't be upset when there is a decision that's made if we didn't provide any input towards that an especially daunting school year ahead. Thanks for the advice to all the parents out there. Urania Roque-Vagno from Lutheran Social Services. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you.